0: From The New York Times, this is The Run-Up. I'm Michael Barbaro. Today, part two in our series of dialogues, bringing together pairs of voters post-election. People who care about each other, but who feel somehow betrayed by the other's votes. In each case, one voted for Trump, the other for Clinton. In this episode, Amy and Dawn, best friends from Wyoming who have avoided speaking to each other about politics the entire past year because they understood intimately the deeply personal reasons behind each other's vote. For all these dialogues, we've given both people the same set of questions to ask one another, developed by experts in social psychology, the kind of questions many of us have been afraid to ask, the sort of questions many of us really want to ask. We start with Amy talking about her first memory of Dawn.
1: My first memory as far as like our true friendship versus like work friendship, you know, would definitely be... Um, I think football games, going to our children's football games and laughing and really getting to know each other on a different level and having, um, I remember, you know, I think sometimes when your children are small, you get lost in that and you lose those social aspects of your life, you know, kind of. And I know that I had really struggled, you know, when my kids were little, like I felt like, um, you know, I, I didn't have that social life I used to have and all that. And that is when that started coming back to me. And I thought, oh my gosh, I can have friends, like, you know, and I think that's really, and I remember you being there and, um, and, going to those games and looking forward to those games so I could see you all. And it was so nice that we really developed that. I I, I agree that aspect.
2: (laughs) Yes, because you do start to feel isolated when you have when you start having a family and 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 then you have small children and and life as you know it just changes so completely and for the better for the most part but you also you start to lose yourself a little bit and you start to lose a bit of who you thought you were anyway and um you know friendships aren't the same and relationships aren't the same and then and then all of a sudden there's this amazing group of people and you're like holy cow these people are awesome this is this is what I've been missing i need these people in my life they Bring so much to my life. They make me happy, and yeah,
1: it's it's I would agree. And that's, I would feel like it was really like, oh my gosh, I can, I can have this again, you know. And not that my kids took that away from me, because you know, but just it does change. You get so engrossed in when they're little, and every, and you're so busy, and you're trying to work, and and I remember being just so excited at the prospect of our friendship.
2: Yes, I know for sure. in the beginning, especially in the beginning stages. Yeah, it was it was great. It was just and there was just instant chemistry with all four of us. It was. Yes. Just, mm, and we all we just all clicked and we just laughed so much. And yeah, yeah. it's great. So. All right.
1: OK, whom did, whom did I vote for and why? Well, I know you voted for Donald Trump. And I know that you are a registered Republican, and I'm guessing um, that (laughs) you probably voted for him because of um, economic and tax policy primarily. But I really, that's what's interesting about that question, is I think that we have silently come to an agreement to dance around subjects, yes. Yes. Because we, have. we are so and we've never talked about it before. Mm-hmm. I mean we've talked about like snippets, but I know when I might say something, you shut down. I mean <laughs> and you say something, I shut down and I'm like, Okay, I'm gonna pretend this isn't happening and we're just gonna keep going. <laughs> and I think I that totally it agree. goes both ways. And so yes. I, I'm assuming those are some of the policies that you maybe um, liked, but I I do know that you're a registered Republican and I I know you voted for Donald Trump, but I really could not say specifically. And, you know, because I think we kind of um, dance around that that subject quite a bit. I agree. Um,
2: I think, and when I do that, that's my way of respecting your opinion you just need to hear that because i i know i know how you feel about most things maybe not like the nitty gritty you know the the less talked about things but the main things i know how you feel and so when that starts happening my my lack of response or my pulling back is kind of my way of saying i understand how you feel and i don't want
1: to i don't want to argue with you about it yeah, um, and I think even that I feel mine is that I don't want to go further in the conversation. Exactly. So, we exactly. Just have silently decided or non-verbally mm-hmm. that okay, like we can't go there. You know, I I mean yeah. that we just don't definitely, yeah. definitely. So. What do you think was the most important issue for me in this election?
2: Well, um, I know I know social issues are huge for you. Um, I know, and I know we've we've talked a little bit about it. Um, I know that um, when you vote, those are are first and foremost, at least up there as some of the main points for you. Um, I know we we spoke about um about Trump's response um to that reporter and how highly offended and angered you were about that and i understand that and i i i believe that was um that was in your mind too when you voted
0: don when you mentioned the reporter who happened to be a new york times reporter can you maybe just explain a little bit better just because a a listener to this for the first time might need a little more context And and also why it might mean something to your friend. Okay.
2: Well, when Trump was um, discussing the reporter and he mocked her disability, um, that was the specific incident I was referring to. Um, Amy, Amy, are you okay with this? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm okay. Are you sure? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Amy, Amy has... uh, uh, a young son who has, um, cerebral palsy. And I know that was hugely, hugely. Um, I just, I can't even find the words insulting. It doesn't seem to to fit it. I know she was hugely insulted and she was very disturbed. Um, because I know she thought that if, you know, people were excusing his behavior, what was going to, you know, give, people who maybe would interact with her son, what was going to stop them from doing it. So I, I, I believe that was one of the main issues. And
0: Okay. And you, I apologize that I needed to interrupt you to do that because you guys are onto a very kind of interesting and important subject. And so you, were, you had raised that and you thought that that would be an important issue. So what's the response from you, Amy?
1: I I mean, I think that you're 100 percent right in everything you said. Social issues are primarily where what draws my vote. I am a registered Democrat and typically have voted democratically, but not always as far as the presidential election. But as I've gotten older, I have certainly become more liberal, I would say. I, I do think that this election was different for me. I think it was very different than if, say, John Kasich or somebody won won Mm -hmm. and became president, I would be more like, well, you win some, you lose some. You know, I probably wouldn't have voted for him because of my social (laughs) stance. But I would not have been as upset as I have been. and i think primarily because of some of the behavior that i feel like president elect trump has exhibited throughout the campaign throughout social media and i and i think you're right exactly in the way you described it in that i feel like it disturbed me not only because of my son but because of other people in the United States <laughs> that I feel are somewhat marginalized, and it's so easy in general, and it's human nature. Um, I mean, it's easy for all of us to say, that's not me, and mm-hmm. that's not going to ever affect me, and so I'm going to look the other way. Exactly. And To have that, though, in my family, and and not just, you know, with with, um, my son, but to have that with also an uncle where he has significant disabilities, I just feel like it's so easy for us to say, well, that's not me. So I'm going to, you know, it's almost like that. What would you do? And does it make it easier for people then to -to face-to-face blow it off if somebody's bullying my son or blow it off if someone makes a a racial slur to somebody. And I do think that that is why this has been so different is that it's not just a policy, you know, like a, you know, Mm -hmm. like you're for the Pacific, you know, trans-Pacific partnership and I'm not or, you know, whatever (laughs) that is. It's, it's, It's like, I guess, emotional to me Mm -hmm. obviously and that it's it's about i don't know humanity in for me it's just something so deep in my heart i don't even know where Mm -hmm. it comes from why or i'm sorry i don't know where i'm (laughs) where i'm at Wait.
0: wait before we get to the next question Don, I want to ask you, because Amy brought those things up about mm-hmm. disability, her son and the behaviors that Trump exhibited during the campaign. And I, I, I want to give you a chance to, if you'd if you like, to respond because she's raised some concerns and how they make her feel. If you wanted to touch on that and how it, either it makes you feel or maybe how it makes you feel knowing how it makes her feel.
1: Well,
2: I I, I. Definitely understand how it makes her feel. And I I can definitely sense that. And I think that's why we have kind of our unspoken, we aren't going to discuss these things. Um, These things are too um, emotionally charged. These things are just too, too much to talk about. And so I think that's a big part of of why we choose not to talk about them. Um, But I will say I am a Republican. I vote Republican. Trump was not my first choice for the candidacy of the presidency not as far as the other republicans. And it I will say the thing that disturbs me the most about him is the way he acts and the way he thinks he can he can do and say these things and get away with it and it's okay. And he takes very little responsibility for them. Um I will say that's also one of the problems I had with Hillary. It's is the whole reaction to Benghazi and her lack of responsibility, but With with Trump, definitely. I I just was like, what storm is going to come our way next? Because every time he spoke, I just felt like his mouth would open and this stuff would spew out of his mouth. And it was like, oh, my gosh, it's just. Each time is worse than the last time. And so finally, I kind of had to separate myself from that. I kind of tuned out and I had to refocus and for me, reprioritize the reasons why I wanted to vote for him, and not that I condone his behaviors, I just, the other issues were huge for me. So that's, that's kind of what I had
0: to do. Can I ask you a question? Just thinking about this, did Amy talking about her, her son or you knowing about her son, did that influence your views at all too?
2: Oh, certainly, because, um, once you have personal experience, it changes your outlook. I mean, you can think anything you want about something, but until you've actually been involved, have become emotionally involved and connected with, with someone who has a disability or who maybe struggles, um, and you watch that person and you watch their family, I mean, how can it not? It just, it's. It definitely, definitely influenced me.
0: Don and Amy were referring to a New York Times reporter named Serge Kovaleski, whose disability now President-elect Donald Trump mocked at a campaign rally earlier this year. We'll be right back.
1: This podcast is supported by Mercy Corps. From war in Ukraine, to flooding in Pakistan, to earthquakes in Afghanistan, Mercy Corps is delivering urgent humanitarian assistance and long-term solutions to families in crisis around the globe. Visit mercycorps.org/donate to learn more and support lasting solutions in over 40 countries. That's slash donate to help build a future where everyone can flourish.
0: Bath is a city in England, Sandwich is a city in England, Reading is a city in England, and I'm gonna guess Derby is a city in England. I started Wordle 194 days ago and I haven't missed a day. The New York Times games app has all the games right there. I absolutely love spelling bee. I always have to get genius. I've seen you yell at it and say that should be a word. (laughs) Totally should be a word. Sudoku is kind of my version of lifting heavy weights at the gym. At this point, I'm probably more consistent with doing the crossword than brushing my. My teeth. When I can finish a hard puzzle without pins, I feel like the smartest person in the world. When I have to look up a clue to help me, I'm learning something new.
2: It gives me joy every single day. Start playing in the New York Times Games
1: app.
0: You can download it at nytimes.com slash games app. When we left off, Amy and Dawn were talking about how Amy's personal experience with a son who has cerebral palsy has affected her politics, and also Dawn's. But Dawn has her own personal experience that compelled her to vote the other way, and that's where we pick up.
2: So Amy, what, what do you feel needs to change most in this country? I think
1: we need to, again, kind of goes back to, you, I think we need to understand each other and respect each other, and not try to legislate our own moral stance on something. I think Mm -hmm. that, you know, and that we need to understand that some people's experience is inherently different than ours. And it's not bad. It doesn't negate our experience in this country, but it is different. And to acknowledge that and respect that and say, okay, now what can we do to make this better and to work towards an understanding? And, And I think that goes not only for you know, different social issues, but also like, you know, political issues, like, okay, how do we understand um, with social media and television and and media in general? And and I don't feel, I feel like there is mainstream media, but I think it is so easy to Mm self-radicalize and say, okay, like maybe Fox News speaks to you and I don't know what the most liberal thing would be, like MSNBC maybe or something. Mm-hmm. me, And when that's all you watch, you become radical. You know, you become more and more in your political bubble. Yep and you 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 like pages on Facebook and you see these things and you see like now you know it's coming off all these this these false news articles that get reposted and liked and things like that and i think that is the danger that then we can't understand each other because there's no yeah that's bad like oh mm-hmm. yeah that's my candidate but i'm not for that because you become polarized because Mm -hmm. it's human nature to go towards what speaks to you but the more you go towards that the more you become insulated in from other people's views and it's not good we need to come to some kind of real place and and understanding yeah understanding is the word that comes to my mind so Mm -hmm. so um Are you uncomfortable about any aspect of how America is changing?
2: Um, Well, definitely. I'm worried, um, and this is also a big part of the reason I I voted the way I did, but um, I worry about our community in general. It is heavily reliant on the oil and the gas and the mining industry, um, my husband being included in that. So for me and my family, I had to think about that because I'm like, if, listening to Hillary's stance on these things and wanting to put all these coal miners out of business and wanting to put, you know, all these regulations on, on what they're doing. And I just was, I, I, it's, it, it stressed me out. It, this is our way of life. This is what keeps our family going financially. I worry about things like that. So that was a big part of the reason I wanted to vote for Trump because I felt that was the best for, for our family and our family's future. So things like that definitely worry me. But I will say the absolute lack of, of I don't want to say morals, I don't know that that's the right word, but the absolute lack of maybe respect on both candidates' parts for each other's, well, for each other, I mean, obviously, but then letting us see that disturbed me because I'm like, that's like a complete and total breakdown of the morals and values that you grew up believing we're not the way to be. You see those things, and then people think those things are okay, and those things are not okay. But, yeah, I have some problems
1: with the way things are going. Yeah. I mean, and I'm I hoping think, they get better. And, but. you know, I definitely think our economy, when there's an economic downturn, it tends to hit here last. Yeah. Um, and we're in the middle of it now. And And I think because we are so reliant on – gas, oil, minerals, things like that, Mm -hmm. that our state, I mean, Wyoming is pretty much a, um, you know, a red state and will stay that way. And Mm -hmm. and I see why people do vote for that reason. I definitely Mm -hmm. do. Yeah. And because, I mean, obviously, I mean, my husband works a mine as well. And so we are dependent Mm -hmm. upon those minerals coming out of the ground to survive. Mm -hmm. So definitely, I, I do understand that. Amy, do you do you think I'm sexist or racist? No, I don't think that you are sexist. In fact, I think you're very empowered. You're very independent. You're very, you know, I mean, I think we have similar relationships with our husbands <laughs> yeah. in how we interact and our view of that. I don't think you feel any less because you're a woman. Um, no. I don't think that you view other women as any less than a man because they're a woman. I don't think you're a racist, but I think our views on race in America are very different Agreed. And, and how that affects people and our approaches to that are extremely mm-hmm. different. I don't think you're a racist, but I do think we approach that topic very differently and, and look at it differently. Agreed.
0: Don. Tell me why you mostly for clarity and because I want to make sure listeners don't have a misunderstanding. You're saying agreed you guys approach this differently. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in as host and say, why do you think you guys have a different approach? I want you to if you would just kind of touch on that for a minute. Um
2: Okay, so racism to me, I would never discriminate or exclude or treat people differently based on their race, their religion, their whatever. I know we have different stances on, say, like, immigration and things like that. I I, I would say that's probably the biggest difference for me. So,
1: I don't know, Ames, what do you think? Yeah, I would say that our stance on immigration is different. I would also say that our stance on, say, uh, voter access, and uh, yeah, voting rights kind of issues is different. I've heard, I mean, I know we've said different things. I think that our stance on, you know, when we had our Halloween party and we're talking yes. about Blue Lives Matter, Black mm-hmm. Lives Matter, Beyonce, our stances yes. are very different on those they things. They are very different. They are very well. different. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Don, do you feel ignored as a voter or misunderstood?
2: I would say more last election, um, just because I did not agree with the way things were headed, and the economy was on the decline again, and jobs, people were out of work, and it felt like we were getting more depressed. And I, I was so sure, you know, that that this last, not this election, but the one before it that we were going to vote for somebody to get in there and bring jobs back and do these things. And that just didn't happen. And so then I I was really m- discouraged after the 2012 election. This election, of course, the candidate I voted for got in. I will say I am open-minded, obviously, because I voted for him. But I I am a little nervous about where he's going to head in some directions. So I'm cautiously optimistic, I would say. But I think but, I, yeah. I I... I would say I felt more that way in the 2012 election
1: as opposed to this election. Okay, yeah, and that makes sense. Absolutely.
2: Amy, what is something you find positive about my candidate?
1: This is a very hard question for me. Uh, Okay, so I'm going to say a couple things. A, I saw him fire Omarosa once, and I like that. (laughs) I... um, That was a good decision. I like that he sticks with his hairstyle. No matter what people (laughs) say. He is confident in that way. And I appreciate that. (laughs) And um, I do appreciate that he is out there. Like, I don't think that it's, a good thing in a president personally, like I think he should like rein it in and be a little more cordial to human beings, (laughs) in my opinion. (laughs) But I I appreciate that he is who he is. And I guess I and he's willing to let us see that. And I guess that I I do appreciate that seriously about him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So is there something you found yourself liking about my candidate? Yes. And.
2: It may sound, well, maybe it won't sound strange, but I loved that she was a woman. I loved that she stood up there and went head to head with him. And he is a difficult human being. I agree with you. I loved what she represented for young girls, um, young women in our country, that she could get up there and and run an election like she ran. I mean, she, I mean it was close not electoral wise, but popular vote. I mean, she took it to him. She is a strong, independent, intelligent woman. And she represented that to so many other young women in this country. And I love that. I absolutely love that she was a role model like that. So yeah, absolutely.
1: Okay. What do you think we agree on, Amy? You know, politically, I think we probably agree that Our economy here is affected. Mm -hmm. And both of our families would be affected, you know, if the mines laid off and that. I do think that we agree on that. And I think, though, personally, we agree on a lot. We like similar books. We like similar Mm -hmm. movies. We like to do the same things. We have the same hobbies. I think we are both caring people. And I think we agree on a lot. Personally, and and I'm exactly. politically on the importance of you know our local economy. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely think we agree.
0: I want you to ask that last question, Amy, to Don.
1: Okay. So, Don, after hearing all of this and how I feel, do you still like me?
2: I love you, Amy. Absolutely, our friendship means the world to me. You are one of the most important people in my life, and even though we disagree on these political ideas, nothing trumps the relationship. The <laughs> but, but, but I love you too. <laughs> it's just, it is it is what it is. I respect you. I love you. I admire you. That will always be the case. Politics aside, politics in, doesn't matter.
1: I love you too. And I love your family.
0: So before we go, last question to you both, and we'll keep it really short. Are you glad we had this conversation?
2: Yeah. Yes. I I, and I have to say I was super nervous. I was very, very nervous. (laughs) But I am. I'm very glad. I think it's it's something probably more people need to be having.
1: And we've never talked about it. I mean literally Uh -uh. this is the most we have ever I mean, like a subject comes up and someone goes to the bathroom or we turn quiet. So we've never talked about like this about political things before. Definitely Mm -hmm. not. And I think when we talked about doing this. I think that both of our husbands are nervous. We will never socialize with each other. <laughs> <laughs> I think they have a real fear because I think that is something Don and I have in common is we are passionate people, both of us, yes. and can let that passion get away from us at times, mm-hmm. whether it's Don at a sporting event, screaming. <laughs> or it's me like saying absolutely you know like maybe not backing down when i should back down i you know when i need to just cut it out and so i think our husbands are both very scared about what was going to occur i
0: think they're going (laughs) to enjoy this episode and i want to thank you don and amy for joining us this has been wonderful
2: awesome well thank thank you so much for the chance the
1: opportunity
0: that was Amy and Dawn in Wyoming. On Wednesday, we'll hear from our third and final pair of voters a father and son. These conversations are difficult, which is why we've put the list of questions we're using for all of them online for you to talk to the people in your own life. They're at nytimes.com runup. That's it for The runup. I'm Michael Barbaro. We'll see you back here on Wednesday.
1: Over the last 25 years, the world has witnessed incredible progress from dial-up modems to 5G connectivity, from massive PC towers to AI-enabled microchips. Innovators are rethinking possibilities every day. Through it all, Invesco's QQQ ETF has provided investors access to the world of innovation. Be a part of the next 25 years of new ideas by supporting the fund that gives you access to innovative companies. Invesco QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. There are risks when investing in ETFs, including possible loss of money. ETFs' risks are similar to those of stocks. Investments in the tech sector are subject to greater risk and more volatility than more diversified investments. Before investing, carefully read and consider fund investment objectives, risks, charges, expenses, and more prospectus at Invesco.com, Invesco Distributors, Inc.